You're listening to the Chasing Simple Podcast, episode 22. If you're new around here, welcome. I hope you'll grab a cup of coffee and settle in for a bit. And if you're an old friend, welcome back. I'm so excited to bring you today's episode because I'm joined by my friend, Mindy Hancock. Mindy is a lighthearted, highly caffeinated thought leader who has an engaging energy that magnetizes others to her. She has a master's degree in education with a focus in counseling. Additionally, she has a full-time career as a school counselor while pursuing her goals and dreams in her online business. Mindy coaches women to take their dreams, make them into tangible goals, and then move them into action. She fully believes that once you step into your purpose and start to live your truth, you will start making an impact on this planet. The women who have spent time being in Mindy's energy have seen a level of support, celebration of every single win, and changes in their lives. Today, Mindy is here to chat with us all about mindset. Admittedly, this is not my strong suit. I am a very practical and tactical kind of person, and while I'm trying to get better about being aware of my mindset and mindset practices in general, I knew that this was a topic I needed to bring a true expert in for. I hope that you enjoy my conversation with Mindy as much as I did. Recovering imposter syndrome, the comparison trap, three signs you're comparing yourself and not stepping into your worth, and three steps that you can take to own your worth. But before we dive in, I wanted to tell you about something really exciting that's happening over here. Later this month, I'm going to be hosting a brand new live workshop, Simplify Your Content Creation, and start showing up for your audience. I'm going to show you how you can show up for your audience without staying stuck on the content creation hamster wheel. We'll cover the importance of consistency, a common misconception about batching, and three ways that you can simplify how you're showing up. Because honestly, you're making it harder than it needs to be. If you want to get your content creation system into shape, come join me during one of these free workshops on September 22nd, either at 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Hit pause and head to landing.amandawarfield.com forward slash workshop to sign up for the free workshop. Again, that's landing.amandawarfield.com forward slash workshop. Or just head to the show notes because the link's in there for you to access easily as always. All right, now that you're totally in the know and you're all signed up, let's dive in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Hi, Mindy. I am so excited to have you on here. Why don't you just Tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. 
Well, hello. Hello. First of all, thank you for having me here. Um, so what do I do? <laughs> I always feel like, where do I start really? Um, but I am a full-time school counselor who is just now starting back into the season of going back to school during a pandemic. Super fun. But that's happening right now. I am also an online coach. I've been doing, been in the online space in the coaching industry for about two years. Um, been in the online space for about five in business, but coaching for the past two. Um, I am a wife of almost 11 years. Uh, have, I'm a dog mom to the cutest black golden doodle that has ever walked the face of this earth who is sleeping next to me right now. And yes, he is the cutest. Do not come at me because I promise you he is the cutest. And other than that, I, I really love working with women to help them figure out how to, number one, master their mindset, develop a positive mindset. But on top of that, really figuring out that they can do both. Sometimes people think that we have to have this and or kind of life. And I've always been the one who has the full-time job and has a business. And people always ask me, well, do you plan on taking your business full-time? And I've never once said, you know, that's what I want to do. I don't know what the future holds, but I do. People always say, how do you do it all? How do you do both? And it's, to me, it's a mindset. Yes, there are, there are seasons and I'm currently in a season of like slowing down to, you know, speed back up. But, um, I think that it, there's this way that we can develop our mindset to know, like, I can have both. It's not, I have to pick one or the other. I can be a good wife, but I can't be a good, you know, coach or I can't be a good X, Y, Z. You can have both. Okay. I love that so much. And I also love, this is kind of off topic, but you brought it up. And my husband, Russell, and I were just talking about this the other night the fact that you just gave everyone permission to allow their big dream to not be grow a business that makes me multiple million dollars a year, Mm -hmm. but that you can be content with it being a side hustle or you can be content with it just being a small business. And I think there's, there's just so many people in this industry and in this online space that are pushing this idea of you have to be a multiple six figure earner and you have to keep dreaming big. And there's nothing wrong with that if you do. But I know that for me, I really want to help people. I really want to help women grow businesses and use their time intentionally. But I also want to live my life. And yes, you can do both. Again, like you just said, it doesn't have to be either or. But I'm content with if I replace my preschool income, I'm fine. And that's enough for me. And that's enough for our family. And so I love that you casually threw that in there, but you gave permission. You don't have to grow a business that is this huge, ginormous, multi-six-figure business and that it can be enough. It can be more than enough to be less than that. Absolutely. And I think that you're right. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to choose my words here. So yeah. sometimes you see my. If you if you guys could see my face, sometimes I like squint my eye when I'm like trying to choose my words. But in the online space, I think you are correct in like you're wanting to do more and make the money. And you know, you see all of these flashy like 10k months, 20k months, 30. Like great, wow, more power to you. And would I love like a 20K month? Sure. Who wouldn't? But at the same time, I have to always go back. And I think it's exactly what you said. I feel like I was not like, I love what I do full time. I love serving kids. I love being that person for them. 
but I love what I do online as well. And I love serving women. And it's for me, I have to always, when I get in that headspace of feeling like, oh, I'm not doing enough or I'm not making enough, um, then I have to go ahead and like take a step back and say, but the reason why you're doing this is not to replace your income or to bring you home. If that ever happens in the future, great. But right now, your purpose on this planet that I 100% believe that God has put me here for is to just serve, to serve people in the only way that I know how and whatever that looks like right now. And so if I'm serving versus striving to make the money, then I know that I'm where I need to be. I just got chills. I love that. Yes, exactly. That's exactly how I feel. And that's Again, neither of us are bashing anyone who is striving or who is wanting 20K months. Like you said, no one's going to turn down that kind of money if you're making it. But for those of you that are like us and we're happy to serve and we want to have businesses and our hobbies, it's okay to not dream crazy big. Yeah. And I know we're like going down and this is what I love about podcasting and having open conversations is that we sometimes go down some area that we never planned, but you did say something about like you wanting a business and not a hobby. And I think that's another thing that is very important. And especially for any of you listening right now that are you know, maybe have the full-time job and you have the business that's on the side. A lot of times we don't we have to purposely and consciously tell ourselves that it's a business because for the longest time, everything that I did on the quote unquote side, I almost treated like a hobby. I, well, I didn't almost, I did. I treated it like a hobby. It was just like this fun thing. If I made some extra money, cool. I would go get my nails done or I would do this. And it was just like fun money. But when I started to see like, oh, this isn't just fun money anymore and I'm actually making a real impact, it's, it's a business, Mindy. So like quit treating it like a hobby. So just side note, tangent, if you're treating it like a hobby, start treating it like a business. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if you're putting money into it and you're spending money to host a podcast or to host a website or whatever, it's Mm -hmm. a business. I mean, if you're investing into it, you need to be trying to get something back out of it. So I know that towards the beginning of your business, and you, you touched on this a little bit, but towards the beginning of your business, you struggled with comparison and really stepping into your own value and worth. Could you kind of tell us a little bit about how exactly that played out for you? Like what kind of emotions were you feeling? What things were you telling yourself? All that stuff. Yeah. So I think that this is something that's common in the online space. So I feel like especially as females too. And I'm sure that there's men out there that do the same thing, but as women, it's so easy for us to compare ourselves to other women, not just in business in the way that we look or the way our hair looks or the way, you know, I mean, it's a silly thing. So I'm going to say this because this is something that I've compared myself on. And I say this as you're looking like, I look at other people's nail beds and I'm like, she has such good like nail beds and mine are just these small little scrawny nail beds. Why did I not get the good nail beds? That's a ridiculous thing to compare myself about, but that's what we do. We, we see things and we start to go, well, why don't I have that? So early on when I kind of segued into the coaching and it kind of just happened and fell into my lap, I knew exactly this is where I was supposed to be. I felt really excited about it, but then I was also very much like hit head on, head on with comparison. Are you sure? Are you, do you really know what you're talking about? So then it led to a lot of anxious thoughts for me of, well, what if I 
like almost like what if somebody finds out I'm a fraud? Like thinking that I wasn't like even though I knew that that was false, like there was no way I was a fraud. I, but I had all of these anxious worries and thoughts that that in some way I was going to be exposed and I was going to be all the layers are going to be peeled back and Mindy doesn't know what she to talk, is talking about. And I remember being in the middle of a, I was running like this free training, like a free three-day training in my Facebook community at the time, very early on into my business. And I was doing a lot of work around overwhelm and um, being really busy and like how overwhelm is a choice. And I was talking a lot of that, a lot about that with the women in the community. And I think it was after day two, um, I, I hosted the event or hosted the the training that evening. And I remember going to bed and then like not even really waking up because I never really fell asleep, but having a complete panic attack. Like I can't breathe. I don't know what's going on with me. And what triggered it was something really silly. So it wasn't even about that. But then it started to like, it, it all just came to the surface of what if your value is questioned? And now all of these anxious thoughts are coming to the surface. How can you, in integrity and in good faith, teach women how to not feel overwhelmed when you're having a panic attack and you still have to do one more day of this? And so I remember sitting in in the living room with my husband and just like, I can't breathe. I'm freaking out, like sobbing. And he has no idea what to do. He's never seen me like this. And I was like, I'm a fraud. I can't do this anymore. But of course, he talked me down like he usually does. And then, of course, I went on to the next day, did the final day of the training. And it took a lot of inner work for me to realize that I don't have to, and this is one thing that I tell my clients a lot, I don't have to be the expert in all the things. I don't have to know everything. But what I do know, I can teach on. I can help you figure out how to, you know, work with your overwhelm and figure out how to develop your mindset, but I can still have negative thoughts. I can still have anxious thoughts because I'm human first and then I'm a coach and a counselor second. So my humanness is going to still show. And so then realizing that, okay, it's, I don't have to be perfect in order to help other people. And when I realized that if I, one thing that I, I was talking to a friend and I realized that, you know, God didn't like make me to be like, he made me the way that I am and I don't have to change in order to be. And so I think that's what really clicked with me was like, okay, comparison's really hard and questioning your value and your worth can get really ugly and the negative thoughts can spiral and you can really get into a dark place. But when you realize that I have the value that is inside of me right now, I don't have to change in order to be, you know, better. Yes, there's a sense of like growing and changing and I will always continue to grow myself, but I don't have to become someone in order to be able to help someone else. You can be an expert in something, but not get it perfectly right 100% of the time. It's actually really funny that this is what we're talking about right now because as we're recording this for everyone, Mindy is actually in my Content Batching 101 course. And the week we're recording this is batch week, obviously, because I'm recording a bunch of podcast episodes. But today was day one, and I'm getting all of these messages from my students about how refreshed they feel and how they knocked it out of the park today. And I actually am so behind, and it's only day one. And I was feeling... Kind of like a fraud. I was like, wow, 
my students are killing it, but I am not there today. So that's actually, it's really funny that that got brought up. God works in funny ways. But yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah. You know, I was going to say, touch on that just a little bit that I think that a lot of times we experience things that at some point we're going to have to help somebody else with. So even though like sometimes batch week for you goes like super smooth, super great, Mm -hmm. but today it didn't. And so although all of us are like on our honeymoon phase of batch week and we're like, yeah, this is so great. Um, you're, you're used to doing this, but it's not going as easy. Well, that also shows us that there's going to be times it's not going to be the honeymoon. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be this like beautiful thing that happens, but it's going to be worth it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I try, I have tried so far to kind of impress that on everyone, but it's definitely a good reminder that I should keep doing that because <laughs> it has been, it's been a day and that's okay. It's just day one and it's never going to go perfectly. You're never going to get a hundred percent perfect, correct, perfectly correct. Okay. So I know that the turning point for you was kind of this anxiety attack where you had to really dig deep into what's going on, but were there other warning signs that were pre-panic attack or maybe you see now even when you know what to look for that you're comparing yourself and not really stepping into who you are and owning your own value and worth? I know I used to compare my – this was, like you said, most people I think struggle with this, especially at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I struggled with it so hard and I would find myself trying to mimic – the way other people were doing things. And that for me is always, if I'm researching and I'm researching to the point where, okay, how exactly did they put all these steps together? I know that I'm not being true to myself because like you said, God's created us all differently and we've all got different skills and talents and we're not supposed to do it all the same. But do you have any warning signs that maybe everyone should be looking out for that they might be doing and not even realizing that they're comparing themselves to other people? Mm -hmm. There's a couple of things that I will say. Number one is exactly what you just said. And I saw myself doing the same thing, mimicking, trying to recreate exactly what someone else is doing because it's working for them. So it's got to work for me. Right. So then you start trying to do the, you know, whether it be you watch someone else's launch and you try to launch in the same exact way, you do all of these things that everyone else is doing. And then you find that it doesn't actually, it didn't actually work for you. Well, that's because it wasn't authentic to you. Trust me, I've been there, I've done it. And it's something that we commonly do because we see success in other people and we want the success point blank. Um, so that is one thing for sure. When you start to see that you're like, it's one thing to, to see other people's things and like admire them and be like, Ooh, that was super clever. I could maybe play off of that and do something a little bit differently. I think that's great. I think that you can get inspiration from other people, but trying to mimic it in a way that's like, okay, I just need this person's step-by-step process and I'm golden because Enneagram three. And I know that since you're an Enneagram one, that I feel like if you give me a roadmap and you give me a step-by-step checklist, I'm going to have this done and it's going to be great. Okay. But if I don't know what step, like if there's 10 steps and I'm unclear of what five or six is, I'm going to second guess myself all day long. So I would try to figure out if I could, if I could just figure out someone's process. That's what I felt like I had to do, or I'd need to hire X amount of people in order to get all of this knowledge. Um, But then I was overwhelmed by this like content overload. It's kind of what I was feeling like. I felt like I was just like um, analysis paralysis kind of thing, like just ah, all the stuff and I don't know where to start. 
So definitely when you start seeing that you're doing things like other people out of scarcity of like, oh, if I can, if they're doing it, they're making the money, I can make the money. And it's not out of like, oh, that was a really cool idea. I can play off of it and do something in my own way. That's totally different. Second thing is I'm a very big proponent of really noticing what happens in your body. So when you're on social media, and I trust me, I'm a I'm the biggest fan of muting people. I mute so many people and I'm sorry, it, it's nothing against them and it's everything to do with me because it's not that I don't like what they're doing, but when I see their stuff, I feel triggered in my body. I immediately have this like negative mean girl in my head. Regina George is in there and she's like, girl, like you're not ever going to be like her. Like, look what she's doing. And when I feel that in my body, like, oh why am I not doing this? Or I, I don't immediately feel like, woohoo, look at her. I'm so excited for her. I immediately start to look at myself like, why am I not as far along as she is or whatever the case may be? I have to, I have to mute. And it's a conscious effort to recognize it because for a while you won't recognize it unless you're trying to recognize those signs in your body, like the you know, that gut feeling that ugh in your stomach or you scroll by someone's stuff and you get this weird like you kind of roll your eyes a little bit. That was so subconscious and it's nothing about them. It's because you, it's because I have something in me that I, I need to work on. So for me, I had to go on a complete muting spree for a while. Like I muted so many people. I love them as humans, but for me and in the headspace that I was in at that time, I needed to, to mute them. And some of them I've unmuted at this point. But there's some, I'll be like, okay, it's time to mute you again. Like I will recognize it in myself. So those are the main things I would say. It's just recognize the feelings that you're getting in your body when you see their stuff on social media, when you start to compare yourself and then kind of differentiating between, am I recreating their stuff because I'm thinking that this is the only way to success or am I inspired by them? Two different things. I think a lot of times there's also, or at least for me, I won't speak for everyone, but for me, there's a, a fear that I can't do it good or not good enough. That's bad English. Well enough on my own and that Mm -hmm. I should try to figure out, like you said, their exact process. I need to figure out their exact process because there's a lot, again, not stepping into my own worth and value. I, I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't do something as well as they can. So I should just try to figure out what, what steps they took when also in reality it would save me so much time to just do it myself. Okay. So you have this panic attack. You start to really dig into where these feelings are coming from. What steps did you take next to really step into your own worth and just keep moving forward and not letting, I mean, again, nothing's perfect, but not letting yourself get back to that place? How did you keep moving forward and just owning who you are in your business? Right. Um, I will first of all say that if any of you who are listening are in the process of trying to figure out just like owning your worth and, and knowing that you are enough just because you are, you know, like just really like, there's nothing that you need to change about you. There's nothing that you need to do in order to become better. There's nothing that you need to do in order to become worthy enough to do the things that you want to do or to follow the dream on your heart. Just know that it's a process and it's not something that you're going to just switch in your brain and it's going to be smooth sailing because it's not, it's a conscious journey of telling yourself 
these things over and over and over. And I will say that for me, there's a lot. There's a lot of mental like mindset shifts to the point where it was like how to reframe my negative thoughts. Um, and I teach this to my, my clients as well, but just like taking that negative thought that I say that I have, you know, here in my head on repeat and just, it's on replay. And it's just one of those things that like, you're never going to be good enough or you're never going to make that type of money. You're never going to be, you know, successful. You're never going to have, you know, you're never going to sell out your launch. You're never going to do any of these things that you want to do because that's just, the thing is, is that what happens is that our subconscious is we, we start to tell ourselves these things and we're, we're subconsciously telling ourselves these negative thoughts and we're feeding this over and over and over into our brains to the point that we start to believe it anyway. Um, and then our mind tries to find reasons to validate those things. So you launch the thing and it's crickets, nobody signs up, which I've had happen to me before. Um, and I went, turned around and was like, well, that's, there we go. See, I'm not, this is not what I'm made to do. And instead of, I, I was looking for searching for validation as to why I wasn't enough. And instead of searching for validation of why I'm not enough or why I will never be good enough or why I don't have enough value or all of those, whatever these negative thought patterns that I was having that was making me not own who I was and my value and worth to the point where it was like, okay, let's reframe it, like literally reframe it. If my like negative thought pattern is no one will ever, ever pay me for my services. Let's just say that that's something that's on repeat. And if you're a new coach, trust me, you've thought that until somebody pays you that first dollar, you're like, oh gosh, now somebody's paying me money and it's, it's real. It's the real deal now. But when you, before that, you constantly go through this, like no one's ever going to pay me for my services. I'm going to always have to give them away for free. Um, and I would just take that and I would reframe it into the perfect clients are out there for me. They're, I, they're on their way to me and I have to create that space for them to come to me, like to be able to come into my space too. Cause if I'm over here, like no one's ever going to pay me for my services. First of all, I'm already just kind of like closed off anyway. Like I'm not really in this space of wanting to grow. I'm, I'm kind of stuck in this stagnant headspace. So reframing those thoughts and then starting to believe them and yes. Okay. And then looking for reasons to validate that truth to reframe it into a new truth and a new story in my head. So then I would say, okay, I would have a client that would sign on. Okay. See, someone is paying you for your services. You do have value to offer. Okay. So then there's the, the let's say another client signs up. It's just another reason, another way to validate that truth, the good truth, the real truth versus the truth that was holding you back. Um, and so that's, that's kind of how I know it's sometimes when we like, if you're a really tangible person, and you're like, oh, reframing all this stuff. Like I literally have a worksheet and I'll even give it to you. Um, if you want to put it in the show notes, like Absolutely. that just reframes it. Like I have done this multiple times in training, some with clients, like write this down and then write out, like reframe it and figure out a way to reframe it and then say it to yourself. Like I even, I know it sounds silly, but like put it on your mirror, put it, put it a post-it note on your mirror that says like, I can do this or like, I have value to offer. I am worthy. Like I know that people think that, Oh, affirmations are kind of weird. And, 
and it feels weird when you start to say them first, but I promise you when you are like, when you repeat something over and over, eventually you're going to believe it. It's the same thing as the negative thoughts in your head. So which way would we rather go? Right? So it's picking which one you want to do. I would rather do the, I would rather, you know, believe the truth, my real truth, instead of creating this, you know, these limiting beliefs within my subconscious that I'm like believing and looking for all of these reasons why that they're, why that they're truth. For everyone who's listening, who is someone that's really tangible, I am too. I've come a long way with mindset work, but I have a long way to go. And I've always been a very tangible, give me action steps kind of person. But with the example you just used, where if you believe that you're not going to be able to get any clients and that no one's going to want to work with you, what happens realistically is you believe those things and you internalize those things. And without even realizing it subconsciously, you don't talk about your services on Instagram. You just, because you believe no one would take you up on it, you don't put yourself out there. And it's a subconscious thing. It's all about the mindset that you truly believe. And if you have those feelings and you've internalized them, you're not going to talk about it, which means you're not creating that space for the clients to come to you, which means they're not going to come to you. So there are tangible action steps that come along with having a different mindset. And we'll definitely link that freebie in the show notes. Yeah. Go check that out. For sure. And I will say that one thing that I also, if you're more of like maybe less tangible and more of like on the emotion side of things, I'll, I'll give you another uh, example um, that was really powerful for me too. And I've seen it work in a group setting. Um, think of, I always say like, give, think of the first three to five things, negative thoughts that you say about yourself. It, it doesn't have to be about business. It can be, you know, I'm never going to be skinny enough or why can't I fit into those jeans or, you know, that flab that's hanging over your, you know, your, your pants, like just all of it, like, Ooh, like, why are you, why do you look like that? You know, the things that just kind of go through your head on a day-to-day -day basis, because we have that mean girl in our head. Um, and I would say like, take those three to five things and then imagine saying them to your best friend or your mom or a stranger. And I've had to do that. I've had to say them to a stranger, never met her in my life and had to turn around and tell her all of these negative, awful things that I say to myself. Hardest thing I've ever, ha ever had to do. Talk about tears, talk about all the things because I'm like, why can we not say that to a stranger that we know nothing about, but we say it to ourselves every day. So just if you are more of like, oh, that hits me in the emotions and you're like, that helped me a lot more than the tangible side. There's two different ways to do this. So try that too. Like think of those three things and say, if you have a daughter, sometimes I say, imagine saying those things to your daughter. Would you look at your daughter in her eyes and be like, ew, why do you look like that? No, you would not because that's not what you think of her. She's beautiful. But to yourself, you say all of these horrible things, but we would not dare say them to somebody that we meet on the street. 100%. And I think I really love that we just covered mindset from so many different avenues because it, this is such an important, but I think often overlooked part of entrepreneurship. Like you cannot run a successful business if you're not working on your mindset. So no matter where you are in 
your mindset journey, whether you are someone who is really tangible or someone who is you're all in, ready to take in all the mindset work, whatever the case may be, you guys should probably check out working with Mindy. And I will tell you, she doesn't know I'm about to say this, but she is literally genuinely as sweet as she seems on this episode. The first time I ever watched her stories, she was in Starbucks line and she was talking about someone did something rude. I don't even remember what. Mm -hmm. And she paid for their drink. And she was just talking about, oh, I wish, I just hope that they have a better day now. And like, Mm -hmm. I kept watching all of her stories. I was like, oh, wow, she's like a really good person. (laughs) I want to be more (laughs) like her. Um, But she's, she's genuinely as sweet as she seems on this episode. And I believe you only have a few more coaching spaces left for this year. Yes. Yes. I only have two um, one-on-one spots left for the rest of 2020. So if you guys want someone who can really help you with your mindset work, I'm going to link to her services stuff in the show notes. Go check her out. Grab one of those two spots. Hopefully they're still there by the time this airs. But if not, you can talk to her about 2021 because this is such an important, important part of entrepreneurship. You cannot run a business without a good mindset. Mindy, you've given us so many action steps already, but is there one final parting action step that everyone should go take this week? When it comes to mindset, if we're going back to those negative thoughts, I just want you to be aware. I just want you to take action this week on like just being conscious of those thoughts and the things that you're telling yourself and maybe seeing, and even not only that, but being conscious of your comparison online and how that trickles into those negative thoughts. And I challenge you to, if you feel those negative thoughts come up or those negative, you know, feelings in your body to mute someone on Instagram or Facebook, it doesn't mean that you have to unfollow them. They will never know. And again, it has nothing to do with them. It's just what you need to do to get yourself in the right headspace. So that's what I challenge you to do. I love that. Now, I also try to end every episode with a book recommendation. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be business related. So what is one book that everyone should go read? Oh, one book. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go with the most recent one, mm, but I don't know because I want to say more than one. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm probably going to say Untamed by Glennon Doyle. It's definitely a good one. I think that uh, as females, we just need to read it. We just need to understand that own who you are. Don't try to change who you are to fit into a box. Just be you. Kind of what we've been saying on this podcast the whole time. Just whatever that looks like, just be who you were created to be and quit trying to fit into a mold or in a box and be like everyone else online. Just be you. I love that. That fits so perfectly with this episode. And I just read that one too. It's definitely, it's a good read for, I mean, yeah, just stepping into who you are. It's so important. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was a good like little, like the way she writes is real fast, you know? So I was like, Ooh, I kind of like how these these chapters are super short and then you just keep reading and you keep reading and then you're done. <laughs> and all of a sudden the book is over. <laughs> book is over and you're like, well, that was fast. <laughs> uh, Mindy, thank you so much for coming on. This is such an important topic. I know I've said that a few times, but I just, I'm so thankful that you were willing to come on. This was kind of short notice too. <laughs> um, so I really appreciate hey, that. Totally fine. Thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed it. And I hope that 
this blessed your audience right where they are. All right, guys, all of her links for social media and everything, definitely go follow Mindy on Instagram. All of her links are in the show notes. So be sure to go check her out. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you loved most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.